Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. I'm Michelle Martin. The landscape for directorship and whistleblowing is changing for listed firms here. From August the 1st, that was Sunday, the regulatory arm of SGX, SGX Regco, will have the powers or has come into having the powers of issuing a public reprimand and requiring an issuer to comply with specified conditions. It'll have the power to object to the appointment or reappointment of a director or executive officer for up to three years if the officer is being investigated for fraud or any relevant laws relating to dishonesty, fraud or regulations relating to the securities industry. And SGX Regco will also require all issuers to establish and maintain a whistleblowing policy where the identity of the whistleblower is kept confidential and the individual is protected from reprisal. To find out more about the impact of these expanded regulations, what this means for investors and potential directors, we speak now with lawyer Robson Lee. He's partner at Gibson Dunn & Crutcher LLP. Good morning, Robson. Good morning. I want to pick up on that last point I made. What has changed in the regulatory landscape with regards to whistleblowing for listed companies here? Well, as you have uh, prefaced uh, in this conversation, that with uh, effect from 1st August, all listed companies have to maintain a whistleblowing policy where the identity of the whistleblower is kept confidential and the individual is protected from reprisal. Now, uh, with effect from 1st January 2021, which is the current uh, calendar year, Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a financial year commencing from this year, you are required to state in your annual report uh, for the coming, um, uh, you know, a calendar year, 1st January 2022, Mm -hmm. uh, clear policy as to the company's uh, compliance with the whistleblowing policy, uh, how does the company or the board exercise independent oversight of the policy and its commitment to protect the identity of the whistleblower. So this has to be clearly established and written in the annual report uh, to be disseminated to the market. All right, so whistleblowers are, you know, in a difficult position, of course. They're speaking out against the company. So who will have to ensure protection for the whistleblower? Does the burden fall on the company itself? Well, I think um, the um, the duty uh, to protect the whistleblower and to protect uh, uh, you know, confidential information from being divulged to executives who are the subject uh, of any complaint, uh, would have to rest on the audit committee. Mm -hmm. So I would envisage the audit committee comprising majority of independent directors to put in place policies, procedures, uh, as well as mechanisms to make sure that uh, whatever confidential information is channeled directly Mm -hmm. to the independent directors, uh, and that they must have the powers to, uh, if possible, hire professionals like lawyers, accountants, uh, to assist them in the investigation, as well as to make sure that there is clear demarcation as to the line of communication uh, as far as the whistleblower vis-a-vis the management uh, who might be their bosses, you know, um, um, you know that, that have a say in their remuneration and in their career advancement. So all these things have to be clearly written in the annual report. And I would expect SGX record to scrutinize 
the annual report of all issuers, all listed companies, when they start publishing it next year. Given your legal background, help us understand the context. Are these new SGX RegCo requirements any different from corporate whistleblowing in general, from what's expected in terms of corporate whistleblowing? Well, I think the principle remains the same, as in you have to protect the person who complains, the person who whistleblows. You have to make sure that the procedure proceedings are kept absolutely confidential. Therefore, whatever reason, if management uh, you know, wants to know the identity, wants to uh, strong arm uh, the independent directors or audit committee to divulge, then I think the audit committee has to stand up firmly and if possible, enlist the help of professionals and even RECCO uh, to, to ensure that the whistleblowing policy is not just a uh, piece of document that is published in the annual report but has no substance in, in practice and in effect. So this a lot was, is required of the audit committee and they have to show that they are robust, they are vigilant, they are diligent in carrying out the spirit and the wording of what RECCO has now directed in terms of the SGX policy listing rules. We're talking about the expanded regulatory powers of SGX RECCO that came into effect from August the 1st of this year, that Sunday. Broadly speaking, uh, Robson, what should listed firms listening in note that they should be doing to increase transparency? I think um, in terms of the principles governing transparency, uh, nothing has changed uh, because these are all very clearly set out in the corporate disclosure policy of the stock exchange. Now, I think it's important at the end of the day that uh, the managers of listed companies have to be uh, aware that in these trying times, they have to make sure that material information, i.e. information that will affect investors' investment decision, their confidence, uh, information that has a material impact on share price, on investors' decision, have to be accurately and speedily made known to the market. So in other words, they have to be more prompt, more, more uh, complete and comprehensive, as well as more accurate, because there are indeed penal consequences if uh, there is a breach of disclosure rules. So I think that's something that uh, has to be continuously reinforced. The principles are the same. The rules have not uh, substantively changed. But I think the impact of um, you know, the speedy disclosure has to be reinforced at all times. Now, tell us, is more going to be expected from companies with regards to director appointments? Uh, what new rules come into play that could affect individuals like directors? Well, I think um, at the end of the day, the underlying principle is that the persons who serve as directors have to fulfill what I would call the fit and proper rule. So if someone has been investigated or has previously had a run-in with laws uh, pertaining to their professional uh, ethics or, or, or you know, uh, run foul of rules that uh, relate to fraud, dishonesty, or any particular rule that, that, uh, that is uh, cardinal in the securities and futures industry or even have committed acts of corruption or breach of fiduciary duties. I think the exchange has uh, now put in place their powers, new powers to uh, require these people uh, who are the subject matter of uh, doubt. Uh, They should not be appointed or reappointed or if they have been appointed, then I think the exchange now has powers to require their resignation. 
um, I think this is something that um, would enhance the uh, market confidence in the way listed companies are being run. Because at the end of the day, directors are the important people uh, whose uh, you know, ability and, and uh, integrity cannot be doubted. So mm-hmm. I think this is something that is uh, a vast improvement because now the exchange has specific administrative powers to do so. Now we're talking about the expanded powers for SGX RegCo, which are intended to strengthen confidence in Singapore capital markets. So share with us your thoughts on how likely you think uh, these expanded powers are to impact markets here. Well, I think it's all uh, part of the ongoing works um, to ensure that the market uh, confidence uh, in Singapore is continuously enhanced. Uh, there is no way you can totally weed out fraudulent conduct or acts of uh, uh, deception. Uh, but I think the important thing is to make sure that rules are adhered, right? Not just in the letter of the law, but in spirit as well. And market conduct is also constantly being monitored. And enforcement has to be robust, swift, and clear. Uh, this is something that has to be uh, always the guiding principle as far as the regulation of listed companies are concerned. I think this is all part of the entire scheme of things that RECO will put in place as a continuous reinforcement of market rules and governance of market conduct. As to the bigger question of, you know, what teeth do these regulations have? What happens to companies who breach SGX, RECO, uh, these expanded powers? Well, I think there are certain uh, penal consequences if Um, A company recklessly uh, misinforms the market, publishes misleading information. Uh, You would run foul of Section 199 of the Securities and Futures Act, and the punishment can be very harsh if convicted. Uh, You you can face up to a number of years of jail as well as a very heavy fine of 250000 And if you have negligently, recklessly or intentionally uh, breach the disclosure rules, then you tr- trigger another provision under the Securities and Futures Act, that's Section 203. You will attract the same penal consequences if convicted. So I think that are not just rules that are nice to have, mm-hmm. but indeed it does have regulatory and enforcement teeth uh, that is uh, underpinned by these two provisions in the Securities and Futures Act. So there are serious consequences over and above your professional reputation if you are reprimanded by uh, SGX RECO, and which now they have specifically the right and power to issue public reprimand Mm -hmm. together with making sure that the issuer, if you have run foul of any rules, Mm -hmm. you'll be deprived of the facilities of the market for a period of time until you fulfill certain conditions. So I think these are all part of the entire machinery, the works that have to be put in place to send out a very clear message. Singapore is a market of integrity. Thanks for joining us, lawyer Robson Lee. He's a partner at Gibson, Dunn and Crutcher. Joining us this morning to talk about the expanded powers for SGX Redco, which kicked in August the 1st. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.